Due to some technical difficulties, some of the audio on this episode is not the greatest. What a way to start a new year. This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this first episode of 2021, Alex Cook and Mike Suderman are here to chat about a short-lived but fan-favorite show, Firefly, and its series-concluding film, Serenity. Welcome! Hello! Uh, Thank you for being here during this very strange time. Yeah, thanks for having us. (laughs) Yeah. Well, everybody's all excited when 2020 ended because it was such a horrible year. But, like, I know the time changed and the name of the year changed, but has anything really changed yet? I mean, Sadly, no. Really better. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Oh, almost never. <laughs> almost never, exactly. So, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. It just seems depressing. But we're going to go with Firefly. Yay! Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's okay. Whatever. Firefly ended too soon instead of dragging on forever. So it's a nice study in contrasts. Well, that's true. Like, um, (laughs) just earlier today, I was talking to some work colleagues of mine about shows that have, like, been on TV too long, including The Simpsons, which came up. And it was just, like, ground into the earth that now, like, the idea of the show just annoys the crap out of me, even though I still have, like, a soft spot for it. And I'm like, you just need, just take it out to pasture. It's old. Just shoot it. It's fine. Let's just get this over <laughs> with, you know. Um, this show definitely did not have that problem. So. Oh, no. no, not at all. Yeah. yeah. It's really surprising to me, though, how, like, big the fandom for this show is, especially after, uh, it's technically it's 13 episodes. The first episode was, like, a two-parter, so 14-ish. I don't know. Um, but they actually only aired 10 episodes of the show. So it's not even like the full thing. Um, and honestly, also the way they aired the episodes just to me doesn't make any sense because the they did not. never had a shot. The network no. just yeah. like shot it in both feet and then laughed at it for limping. It was a mess. It really was. And like, because it's not on. It's not on a streaming service to which I have access. So I like went old school and busted out the DVDs, mm-hmm. but which, you know, was kind of charming in its way. But also it really grinds my gears because like the home entertainment rights are also still owned by the same network. So they have made like absolute just bucketfuls of cash on this thing that they destroyed for no reason. For no reason. Yeah, grinds exactly. Fucks. Yeah. Not even once. <laughs> um, the, well, yeah, the... The fandom, I think, really grew out of the DVDs because people could actually watch it in order. And uh, and so, like, there was enough interest in the concept of the show that word of mouth was able to spread a little bit. And that was when, DV- like, DVDs were the, the, whatever the equivalent today is of binging shows, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was yeah. the first time you could put in an entire show into, like, a single... Uh, or, or like a, a entire season of a show into one box because VHS is you you could get like s- six episodes on a <laughs> like you know in a set much or something. Your uh, space <laughs> commitment. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. it's so true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
When I first, uh, the first episode I ever saw, it was when it was actually airing on television. My roommates at the time were watching it. Hi, Eric. And uh, they, uh, it was the episode with the flashbacks to um, baby Zac Efron, like little Simon and River. Mm-hmm. And I remember, oh, yeah. you know, coming into the living room to be like, and they were like, oh, this is that like, th- that show we were telling about you about, you know, the space Western. And then I watched a couple scenes and I was like, well, you guys are out of your mind. And then <laughs> again, it's like, hmm, I don't know what this is, but it's weird and I hate it. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. That, <laughs> that did not take, obviously. Yeah. No, I did not watch, see the show while it was on air. Like, it was just on air such a short time. Like, I just missed it. Um, but shortly after, it was one of those things where you hear, Firefly, Firefly, did you see Firefly? And I was like, what the fuck is Firefly? Then went and watched it, and I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Then the DVDs came out, and then I bought them, and I was like, oh, there's more to this. And then the movie came out, and I was like, what? You know, everyone's right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's totally crazy that a show that was kneecapped that badly uh, somehow got a movie deal, which, yes. like, it... it but they kneecapped that too. It was a three movie deal and they had all the scripts written and then they were like, yeah, but actually just smush that into one movie. But I'm shaking good my movie. fist for everyone who can't see me. <laughs> 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 my rage is small but mighty. Yeah, stop making like big, long, like Hobbit movies and make more Serenity movies. That would be super. <laughs> yeah. Be but, but I, I, do, I do think that part of why it's it's so good is that it didn't, linger long enough to get bad mm-hmm. like I've, i i feel i feel like it uh like if it had gone lost or game of thrones or whatever like it i don't know uh, i just I, I feel like part of it is because so many of the episodes are like it's because it's got a, such a short run but it's got like so many of the episodes are, are great and the characters are are solid that i don't know i don't know though i think i mean I think one of the things that Joss Whedon does really well is create characters. And it's the same way I feel about Supernatural, actually, where, like, the characters are drawn, like, so well and so strongly that people just, like, get very, very attached. So that when the writer's room has, like, a banana pants day and is like, we threw this at the wall and it's stuck, so I guess we're doing this, like, stupid, you know, whatever, karaoke on roller skates plot line that makes no sense in any universe... People are just like, well, everyone's reacting how I think they should be reacting. So I'm still into this. Like, I love this character. So if they're going along with it, I guess I'm along for the ride. Right? Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, he creates characters that are real people and then never forgets who the characters are either. Yeah. Um, so in all situations, you're just like, that's, that's correct. That's the way they would respond. And you're just like, it still makes you feel like they're real people and like that you can meet, you know? Yeah, their their reactions make sense even when the context doesn't and you can sort of gloss over the really not. Because, like, the plot line of Serenity is a little, well, a lot of things. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not super awesome. I don't know. I kind of disagree. Like, I was watching it and I was like, oh, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't think it went too crazy or too stupid it stayed within the confines of the show that was already on. They just made it slightly bigger. Not even that much bigger than their other stuff. Just slightly bigger. I and I was like, this is good. Why it didn't 
really do it for me because it was just like an episode with a higher budget but like I don't know all the stuff that they were kind of supposed to wrap up didn't really get wrapped up unless somebody got murdered and then (laughs) that's how it goes yeah I didn't need the same plot as an episode I needed you to like tie together all those threads that you guys left dangling when you got canceled so well I have a feeling some of those threads would have gotten like you know fixed up if they actually did the three movies well, you know exactly. I, mean? I, in case you haven't noticed by now, I am <laughs> not a fan of Serenity. <laughs> Although I was so traumatized by the deaths in it the first time around that I actually thought that fewer people survived. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, did they all live through it? Huh. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I got I got beef with that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that's um. Like I don't, I have, I actually have no problem with the movie. I actually think the movie is done in such a way that if you didn't watch the TV show, yes, there would be a little bit of confusion in certain points, but you will get it right because they they open the movie with um, Simon saving River. They bring them back to the ship. You get introduced to everybody again within the movie, and then they go on an adventure and a thing happens. Yeah, so even if you're unfamiliar with the TV show, you still get it. But if you're familiar with the TV show, there's all of these little things in it that you're just like, oh, I remember that. And oh, I remember that. Oh, this is from when they did this thing. And oh, you know, like there's a payoff for being a fan of the show. Oh, yeah. The exposition doesn't clunk as hard as I expected it to. It really that. doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I did feel a little bit uh, some of the like kind of one or two line summaries where they're clearly trying to be like, this is who this character is in case... For some reason, you don't know. Like th- there was some clunkiness there, but uh, but just to go back to your point about the characters, like the these the characters really did, you know, pretty much stay true from a show to a to a movie, mm-hmm. and then adding in uh, the the nameless agent as the villain is just like such an awesome extra character that that uh, I, I I really like the movie. Uh, like it's not it didn't give me everything I wanted, but like it was. It was a nice, like, fan movie for me. So yeah, I, agree. I agree, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it as much this time around as I did at the beginning. <laughs> also, I mean, I watched, like, eight hours of CNN yesterday and then sat down and watched Serenity, so it wasn't exactly the palate cleanser I needed in the moment either. No, it would not have been. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I prefer my violence more stylized, so it had that going, but... I've had that going for it, at least, yeah. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Um, so wait, before we go too deep into the movie, let's talk a little bit about like the actual like show that was put out there. Um, one thing I realized about the show, I haven't actually watched any of the show in probably about 10 years or so. Like I haven't watched like any of it. I've watched the movie quite a few times, but not the TV Mm -hmm. show. And one of the things I noticed right off the bat was the pacing from the movie to the show is completely different. The show is very, very slow to me. Um, but also it is the first season of a show and they're, they were clearly trying to build something on top of it. And if they were allowed to, I think the pacing of the show would have caught up. Um, but what did you guys think about like the actual show itself? I I can't be objective about it. It just like I watched it when it was like at, a, at such a formative point in my life that I just like, I love I, I love it to bits. I love the whole universe. I love the uh, the thing. Like it's I I'm aware of its its or some of its many flaws, uh, including 
the weird choice to have this like uh um like Chinese language merged in, but then not oh. to have any Asian characters. Yes, <laughs> like, which I always thought was weird. Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, but like it's it's just uh, I I really like it. I like the slow, deliberate pacing of the of the um, two parter opening. Um, I love the like kind of bouncing back and forth between like uh, um, n- n- not like realism, but like nods to. Uh, like a more uh, lived-in universe than Star Trek or something, mm-hmm. but then also to have like wacky villains like Nishka, and uh, so like I I, I just uh, yeah yeah I like I like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's something uh, I guess because it's done in a Western style, it's a very familiar place. I guess for a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, it's like a, it's a world you kind of understand, like they're outlaws, um, you know, everything's wild and free out there and you can get shot today, you know, you living in the dirt, like people get that kind of thing with, and it's just got a few, you know, spaceships sprinkled in there every once in a while. And you're like, okay, this is fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm not really a fan of Westerns and I'm like pretty picky about sci-fi, but yeah. somehow Again, it's the character thing for me. If I like a character, then I'm sunk. And I just, like, even right from the beginning, like, I actually really like the pacing of the show. I say, like, it it leaves a room for people to do things that they wouldn't if it, like, if there was more sort of action or, like, a faster pace of it. But mm-hmm. no, Well, I mean, I don't even think the show needs more action, per se. Um, I just found a lot of scenes to... It's not even, like... I think because the show was a little low budget and when it was like one of those like scenery eating shots where it's like somebody just staring into the distance and then they showed the distance and you're just like, there's nothing there. And I know it's in a barren world on barren planets on average. And it was just like, I was like, why are we staring at nothing for two minutes? I'm confused. (laughs) Yeah, it's a Western. What are you talking about? (laughs) That's that's what they do. That's funny because that's something that I, that grinds my gears in Westerns, but somehow I guess, space gives it a pass for me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're like it, it's not earth it's a different world of course it's fantastic you're just like it's it's a desert guys it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah um, but like overall it's not I, it's i still like the show i understand why people like the show and as i watch the episodes like i watch them in order of the dvd set so like how it should have been on air and what i like what i realized is it makes so much more sense when you watch it that way a and b the progression of this show is a lot more obvious like yeah the first episode is a little slow you're interesting characters blah, blah blah but by the last episode you're like they've got a good banter you have you understand who the characters are there's a good pace to it like it's getting up there this show is going to do something and it just didn't get there yeah yeah um yeah and i, I also like in the first episode where they like even though he's in the opening credits, they like try to play it like uh, uh, um, Simon is going to be the villain somehow, and like the <laughs> which obviously, as soon as you've seen the second episode, you know is not the case. But mm-hmm. like, it's it's just uh, I don't know. It was a fun idea. Um, yeah. it's true. It's true. It, um, it reminds it reminds me a little bit of like T uh, two, where like at the at the very beginning like 
I mean, in all the marketing material, you already know that the that Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be a good Terminator this time. But like, it, they play it straight for a little while. That oh, this mon- this crazy killer robot's back, and so like, if you theoretically don't know what's happening, like they you know shoot him with uh, well, going back to Simon, he's shot like like a villain and they play the mysterious villain music whenever he's yeah. looking yeah. and he's like Styled like a villain the whole time. He yeah. Is, he's not like his whole wardrobe is just like pure but mustache. It's, yeah. It's yeah, like exactly. uh, a mock neck jacket and black silk or whatever. You're like, that's a villain. What are you talking about? Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. Then, yeah. then they open up the crate and it's like, there's a naked girl in there. Like what? You know? And of <laughs> course, as soon as that happens, they're just like, did you buy her? What are you going to do with her? And then it sort of also gives like a creepy understanding of the world they're living in as well. You're like, yeah, yeah they're upset about it, but you're like, yeah, he probably just bought her. And I'm like, why is that the first thing that's popping into well, your head? That's, uh, of course, they'd be familiar with human trafficking, right? Yeah, I, I mean, they go more for goats or cows or whatever, happily, but... <laughs> wobbly-headed dolls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that great. That first scene where River wakes up is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really like, good. They did such a good job casting Summer Glau in that. Because that this was her first ever acting gig, right? Like, she was just a dancer before that. And it's like, yep, that is exactly what you needed. Mm-hmm. And she did a great <laughs> job. Um, one thing I realized about the character, though, she literally does nothing for, like, six episodes. Yeah. Like, nothing. Um, and then, then the, the quote-unquote crazy starts coming out slowly. And you're just like, oh, okay. I get it. Mm. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, she's basically just a chess piece until she starts uh, self-actualizing. And yeah. then it's a whole different deal, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, is there, like, a favorite episode you guys have, or? Hmm. Um, it's tough. I think I like most of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, I, I always like uh, just the, the pilot I also like Ed of Gas with all the flashbacks to how they, they all joined. Um, I'm a big fan of that That's one. a good one, yeah. yeah. I really like that where, one. They, where Zoe meets Wash, and it's just like... Yep. I don't like He's got a mustache. <laughs> that mustache is so horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also, uh, I really like War Stories, uh, which is the, the one where Wash uh, uh, subs in for Zoe uh, because <laughs> they're... Yeah, yeah, they get tortured and then he gets all mad because he's like, "What right do you have to put my wife in that in this kind of thing?" <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that episode because they actually address the weird dynamic like head on, and I mean, well, I mean, also sideways, <laughs> but <laughs> like, because yep. yeah, that is like one of the weirdest interpersonal relationships in a crew full of weird interpersonal <laughs> relationships. Yeah. That's the thing, right? I like I appreciate that they were just like, no, we're not gonna like make this a weird lingering thing that's scheduled to like cause a sad fight in season six. They're just like, this is weird. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's true if you think about like how like I kind of understand Zoe's like following Mal, like the way she does. Like I kind of get it. But at the same time, like it's just so excessively intense and it's not military anymore and you're married and shouldn't your loyalties kind of shift over a little bit more 
instead of less and stuff like that. So, like, I, I totally understood where Wash was coming from because I'd be pissed off about it, too. I mean, well, I guess. And it's tough to well, to not, not threatened by Nathan Fillion, right? So. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. <laughs> they say you could never take a bad picture of him, and I kind of agree with that. Ugh. Yeah, that seems very likely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it sort of makes sense because, like, I mean, Mal pretends to be, you know, a stone-cold badass, but <laughs> no portion of that is actually true. He's such a softie. It's so weird. <laughs> he's a complete soft touch. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. And yeah. he, like, I don't know. I mean, he's, like, his his goal is to keep the ship and the crew safe. So, like, why would his, like, his priorities and Zoe's priorities are the same in that mm-hmm. respect, right? Yeah. And, like, Wash is part of the crew. Like, obviously, she wants to protect him. And obviously, of the two of them, uh, she's the one doing the protecting, not the other way around. <laughs> that is true. She definitely wears the pants mainly. Oh my god, she's so kick-ass. I mean, she I really is. Her as in general, but I like extra special love her as Zoe. Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, honestly, the first time I saw her, it was in Xena. She played a character in Xena. Uh-huh. Um, I loved her from that point on, and every time she's in anything, I'm just oh. like, you are amazing. Please keep being who you are. Like that's all I can think of every single time. She's just spectacular. She's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Her storyline on Hannibal like broke me as a person. I have literally like been rewatching and like skipped the episode because I'm like I don't, I just don't have it in me. My heart strings are tired. Please don't. Oh, no. <laughs> like she's just so, like yeah, she's such a talented actor, and then also she just like kicks ass. Because why would she take a role where she didn't? That seems silly. Well, exactly right. Um, yeah. I, I must admit, I as you know, I have not watched Hannibal. I can't uh, bring myself around to do it. So, and it has nothing to do with the actual show content. It has to do with this, a lot of the sound in the show. It drives me crazy. It is a visceral experience. There's no question about that. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's not like, I, like I said, it's not like I didn't try. That's how I know why I can't watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I've thought about giving it a retry and I'm like, uh. I, if, if it's not for you, it's not for you. It's one of those shows that like, if yeah, if it was just like slightly off what you were interested in, it would be so easy to hate the hell out of it. Like it's yeah, no no. no. Yeah. But the show yeah. has so many actors that I like in it that I wanna watch it. It's got Gina Torres, it's got um Julian Anderson, uh it's got uh isn't Lawrence Fishburne in the show? Yeah. yeah. Um so plays Lawrence Fishburne's wife. They mm-hmm. like <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> which makes their crazy storyline like even more intense because they're acting this like sort of tragic arc and they are in real life married to each other and it must have been just <laughs> like... Yeah. Wait, sorry, Gina Torres and Lawrence Fisherman are actually married to each other? Yeah. What? They were. I don't, I don't, what? I think split up, yeah. What? <laughs> I, I crazy or are you crazy? They're totally married to each other. I might be crazy, and that's and that is fine. And this is just information that is just blowing my mind right now. That's all I have to say about it. Um, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. I don't know what is correct or not. Uh, Wikipedia confirms uh, they they were married in 2002, divorced in 2018. Oh, oh no! Now I'm sad. Was yeah. that why she was in the Matrix? Maybe that's why she was in the Matrix. Actually, no, she's just great, so she could have done it on her own. Okay, it's well, fine. oh, okay, well, I did not know that they had subsequently divorced, but yes, when they were yeah. acting opposite each other on Hannibal, they were very much still married to each other. Yeah, yeah, and it's really tragic, especially it's it, 
it's interesting because in in the books her the the character she's playing uh is is just like um never seen and she's just like this this figure in the background that like she's already in a coma by the time the the book starts so it's oh. just like yeah it's 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 really interesting that they they like b- built that character out and then like uh and just the 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 emotions that she's able to deal with in a really heartbreaking situation is it's really oh, cool yeah Anyway, this isn't about Hannibal. Uh, this is about, <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about Firefly. Tragically, Tracy does not have Hannibal on her shelf, so we'll. Uh, I do not know for <laughs> for clear reasons. Clear, clear yes, reasons. Sure. It's fine. But anyway, whatever. The thesis of this whole thing is that Gina Torres kicks ass. So. Yes, yes, agreed. We all agree on that. There's no, there's yeah. no doubt about it. There's no second opinion on that. It's yeah. just a fact. <laughs> uh, well, even like the whole cast of the show is just filled with amazing people like of course Nathan Fillion um this is the show where I was introduced to him and Alan Tudyk actually um and then since then they've just been great I don't like I don't know um have you watched any of Nathan Fillion's new show uh the rookie I knew I mean I think it's in the third season it's in the third season and I have watched a lot of it yes oh I watched I watched some of it I watched like half the first season then I got distracted by it's a by but (laughs) like it's a classic procedural like it's it's not anything that new um it's definitely built on a structure that we've seen tons and tons of times with like a police rookie coming in and learning the ropes and blah 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 that's what's going on in there and then they they throw in some side things in it it's yeah right i love procedurals it's like it's just a thing i don't Mm -hmm. don't, whatever If I had guilty pleasures, they would be mine, but I'm not guilty about it. I just really <laughs> love procedurals. But um, but that one makes me laugh because Nathan, like, how old is Nathan Fillion now? He's probably like in his early fifties or something. Yeah, and he's still like the charming scamp who's like a little bit of a fish out of water, like marauding through the. And I'm just like, <laughs> how come? I was like, I read the premise and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, you are a grown ass man. There is no way this is going to fly. And then I watched like three episodes and I was like, oh, no, it's flying. It, it works. It works. Exactly. <laughs> well, part of the whole thing is that he's like the oldest rookie. So his age is a part of the like quote unquote oh, sure. joke of the show. Um, but-, but like overall, I think because he's charming and then they actually make the cast around him, they're pretty good at what they do like they're they're good at feeding off of him and the stories yeah. that are in there and it's like it's really working um and i just think nathan fillion just in anything he does is good so you can't he just he's got it like he can yeah. just do that and and it works even when mm. by all rights it should be a mess but yeah like, like i watched the fuck out of ca- yeah i watched I all of that <laughs> and i came back to it a couple years later and was like ah dang it i love this show <laughs> <laughs> that's frustrating it's so true like the when i first started watching that show i thought it was going to be the stupidest thing i was like why are you doing this this is you're just ruining everything for yourself then i watched a show and i was just like damn it it's good oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like i can't imagine who else they could have cast as mal yeah not be a mess like Mm -hmm. one ounce less natural charisma and it would have just been like what the Heck are you idiots doing? Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't have made any sense because no. especially the way the character is, it's like he goes from levity to like like serious like anger and like emotional trauma and all that kind of stuff in like the flip of a switch. And the way he plays it, it 
it works really well with Mal, like the way Nathan Fillion does it. But I think if somebody else or somebody who who doesn't have that charm factor, it would never work because you're just like, oh, you're a dick. Like that's all it would come across as. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, he walks that line really well. I was surprised rewatching the show because I've always I've always been really disappointed that they didn't like get more into the Mal and Anara thing. Mm-hmm. I actually, despite its nonsense, kind of ship it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also kind of, based on sort of what I remembered and like how I've always felt about it, I expected there to be more there. But it's like it's so it's such like small interactions and like just tiny bits of dialogue and all. That, but yet somehow, and also sometimes he's awful to her. But like, but in a way that you can kind of see why she's not just like booting him out the airlock. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, stuff under the surface that, like, the dial... If you just read the dialogue on the page, it would be like, oh, like, not all men, but definitely this fucking guy. But, like, <laughs> but somehow, like, the way that it's played is, like, then the way she reacts and stuff is like, okay, no, this is, like, an interesting dynamic that you guys are working out kind of awkwardly. Like, yeah, and I think... Yeah, they, uh, they have really good chemistry. So. I, yeah, I was gonna say, I attribute that more to the actors than to the writers, for sure. Because... Mm-hmm. Like on the page, they like that must have been just grim. <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah, I think if I just read the script for the show, I would have been like, "These, why are these two people in love with each other?" This doesn't make yeah. any sense. You don't like um, each other. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but it does play off as like, um, like you know, one of those like childish. I have a crush on you, so I'm gonna be a little mean, so you pay attention to me. Kind of like stupidness. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, which I know isn't right. Um, Because it's one of those things where kids are like, oh, is he being mean to you? It's just because he likes you. That's not, that's not a thing we want to teach little girls anymore. Let's not model that ever. Ever. Um, But in, in this case, in this show, um, I think they're like, as you see how the ship is and the episode where it shows how they met each other, I think their fighting comes from they're not wanting to cross a line. So they yeah. fight each other just to be like, this is why nothing's happening, you know? So well, they yeah, have a like, reason. Like, yeah, like Mal is obviously like very, well, he's, he's pretty like, uh, the lad could use some therapy. Uh, whatever, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Um, and like, he does push people away. Like, it's not just her. Like, his defense mechanisms have defense mechanisms, right? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and, and she... You know, he, he doesn't trust her because, first of all, you know, he, he's, like, vulnerable to her inherently. But then also, she's, like, trained in human behavior and manipulation to a certain degree. So he just, like, has to keep, like, throwing up walls. But also, she's trained in human behavior. She knows what, she, what he's doing. Mm-hmm. When he says, like, snotty shit to her about being a whore or whatever, she's just like, I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, she takes it the way, yeah. that, the way that it is, not the way that it's intended, I guess. <laughs> so it kind of works. I mean, if you tried that on TV today, you'd get launched off the planet by the internet. But yeah. I, feel like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it didn't age as badly as I expected. True. Yeah. That's true. The show in general didn't, actually. There's not a lot in there that's like, okay, yeah, no, not, not anymore. Some stuff for sure. Well, I think that has to do with the fact that they were very, um, how do I put this? Um, they were very deliberate in the type of language they used in the show. Because despite the fact that it's very clear English, the English is used in a slightly different way. 
Um, yeah. Also, they have um, different slang and all that kind of stuff. And because it takes place in a quote unquote different time period, their understanding of the world and, and stuff like that is slightly different than ours. So they were able to get away with certain things in a certain way um, yeah. without actually crossing lines that are present in the modern day, if you know what I mean. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, all the cursing in Chinese makes me happy, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it just, it, it doesn't, like with a lot of sci-fi and stuff, uh, it, it doesn't date it as, as much because they're, they're not trying to be ripped from the headlines or, or trying to be like a popular um, kind of. It's all old school anyway, so it doesn't. Yeah. Although I don't know what Joss Whedon's obsession with getting the word quim past the censors is because like I thought that the, I didn't realize that there was that this was also in Firefly because there was that whole thing about him being excited that he managed to call Black Widow a cunt in the Avengers and it's like man you are a very small person <laughs> like I don't know why you thought that was a good idea but it wasn't well I think um I think it's fun that uh, Joss Whedon clearly enjoys language in a certain way. I, um, I mean, when you have a show where you can just, you know, randomly use recompense for no reason, I mean, you're having fun with words and I'm okay with it. Yeah, this was one of the things I kind of made a note to talk about because, I mean, whatever, Joss Whedon is problematic on a variety of fronts. We know this. We mm-hmm. don't need to do it. But I love so much of his work so much. And yes. it's always hilarious to me when I watch something again, because like I watched all of the stuff like, you know, back in the day and I've like, I don't like, I don't watch it regularly or anything like that. But every time I watch like Buffy or Angel or Firefly, any of that stuff, I'm like, oh, right. My language and vocabulary was really shaped by this man in some fashion. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I hear stuff and I'm like, oh, is that where I got that? It's one of the first episodes when Mal does some, I can't remember the exact context, but like Mal does, has some terrible plan and Zoe steps up behind him and is like, oh yeah, this is going to go great. <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was why. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it just drills yeah, into your brain at this point. Even when it's not like a bizarre, like very structured, you know, different language like this, like even just Buffy where it was just teenagers doing their teenage thing. Like, yeah, he has very distinct speech patterns that, like really just got their hooks in my brain and I'm never getting rid of them. So yeah. it's always eye-opening. I actually think this is the first Joss Whedon show that I actually liked, to be honest. Um, I did not like Buffy, so I, I did not Heretic. like the show. Heretic. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I've had to give up many nerd cards for having to admit that to people. They're just did like, how are you a nerd without this stuff? Though? Like, did you watch beyond the first season of Buffy? Um, my friends were very obsessed with the show. Um, they regularly tried to get me to watch episodes throughout the run of both shows. And I was like, no, this is not working for me. No, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I love it. But also much of it is, uh, rough going. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Leah started watching it with me at one point when we were still roommates and we didn't we only got to like season four i think just whatever time but i remember like in the first season her just like sort of side-eyeing me and i was like listen it was a (laughs) mid-season replacement and kind of an emergency i swear (laughs) we'll get to the good stuff at some point and then there's the episode where their bunch of teenagers are possessed by hyena spirits and she was like oh i was expecting different kind of good stuff okay here we go i'm sorry hyena spirits yeah like as in uh the zoo and then they become this like weird pack of red-eyed teenagers who eat each other i don't know it's a whole mess but again i say mid-season replacement (laughs) so 
I mean, I'm looking at, like, he's surprisingly directed few things. Um, and out of the stuff he's directed, of course, there's Firefly, there's um, Dr. Horrible, which was great. The two Avengers movies. Well, the second one was... Uh, yeah, one of those um, was One of those was good. The other one, and, there's a lot of shrugging going on with that and, other one. And a lot of exposition happened in the second one, which was important to the series. Um, oh, Much Ado About Nothing, the one that had uh, Keanu Reeves in it. Great movie. Just saying, it's great. Oh. Gotta watch that oh. one. Yes. Um, I think it's that one. No, I don't think it's that one. I think he put together a movie of his friends doing Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the wrong one. Sorry, no. Yeah. Oh, no, that one is Kenneth Branagh is the one I'm thinking of. Never mind. Oh, yeah, that's the Keanu. No, no, no. Joss Whedon has, like, weird barbecues where they do Shakespeare on the picnic table or whatever. Oh, yeah, this one, it actually has, like, Nathan Fillion, Clark Gregg, yeah, yeah. and Sean Mayer in it. Like, Yeah, it's, it's the... Yeah. All his friends, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, if you can, why wouldn't you? But also. <laughs> I know. It'd be fun. Yeah. And he did the opening of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was brutal. Anyways. Um, <laughs> well, because. For content, so I was, like, really. Tr- I tried. So I was, like, running on a little treadmill of trying to be super into it until, like, mm-hmm. most of the way through the first season when I finally was like, okay, okay, now we can just walk along. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. The first season of the show, like three quarters of it was just waiting for uh, Winter Soldier to come out. And then they're like, oh, now we can do stuff. Yeah. And then they did some stuff. And then they're like, oh, we can't have anybody from the movies in our show. Then we're going to get weird. And then they did a bunch of weird time travel stuff. And you're just like, you lost me. This makes no sense. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I was like. I went from like just excited about the show and hoping for the best to like obsessed with the show to just like I forgot to watch any more of it. Yes. <laughs> like a really fast arc. <laughs> I must admit I did watch the last season. I was lost because I didn't watch the two previous seasons. Um, and I was just like make weird watching choices sometimes. I do, but I like I needed to like finish the show, quote unquote. And so, so I went did. back to it and okay. I was like, all right. <laughs> sure. But it was surprisingly easy to follow. I was like, oh, is that what you're doing? Gotcha. Watched it. I was right. like, I didn't need to waste my time on this. Everything I am is super not into time travel in basically any context. I just, it's just not my jam. I don't know. Makes me mad more often than anything. I don't. Why do you think that is, though? Um, I don't know, because it's not like suspension of disbelief is a problem that I have, especially. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just I don't I mean it often doesn't make sense which makes me mad or I have like or they work too hard to make it make sense so it makes everything kind of clunk mm-hmm. um, or they violate their own rules which makes me like as long as there's internal consistency I'm fine but when there isn't I get mad <laughs> and game and um <laughs> like <sighs> I, yeah, Look, you, I you give the Avengers all of the passes all of the time please <laughs> No, I. you know what? I haven't seen Endgame again since you and I saw it together. I'm so mad about the way they ended Captain America's storyline that, like, I've basically tapped out of Marvel. Oh, no. Ooh. Yeah. Serious. Like, wow. Like, they, they killed it. They killed it for I mean, I will watch Falcon and Winter Soldier when it comes up on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm in for any of the rest of it. I'll probably watch Black Widow. But, like, 
Doctor mm-hmm. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness can suck a dick. I don't care. <laughs> well, it looks great. What are you talking about? I don't. Oh. I haven't even seen trailers or whatever because I don't care. I like, saw a poster and it was awesome. I'm oh good. yeah. I mean, I didn't, well, there's a lot of time fuckery in in Doctor Strange too, which again yes. we just are in the middle of discussing. Displeases me on some like weird fundamental level. I can't obviously all the way explain, but yeah. But isn't the whole Loki show based on time travel as well? Oh, add another thing to the list of stuff I don't care about. <laughs> oh, there's another. They're making a Loki show, like yeah, a, he's Loki have a Disney Plus show. Um, yeah, but I've never like I haven't always I haven't been obsessed with Loki like everyone else either. Like that was never he was never really my guy. I don't know. I mean, I it's mean, funny when Hulk smashes them all over the penthouse, but like, true. I yeah. What can I say? Yeah. I'm gonna give it all a try. I can't help it. I um, mean, like, I probably will end up watching it just because I'm a sucker, but like, I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not really into it like I was into it, basically. I, just, I got you. And you were really into it. I was obsessed. I was a crazy person. And she was. Like, yeah. Yeah, Tracy got to really, like, the full show of me fucking sobbing into my scarf like a maniac after Endgame. Oh and then I, like, got past my fit of feelings and really thought about it for a minute and was like, oh, wait, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> what have they done to me? Yeah. So, anyway... <laughs> This is uh, not about the Avengers, but, <laughs> uh, you know, that's yeah. the other. Well, okay, so, so, Mike, what do you think about time travel used as a, a, a like, a genre or, like, a gimmick or, like, what, what do you think about time travel in general? Uh, it, it's not in Firefly, so, therefore, I don't care. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I think it, it's really easy to do it badly, and... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Often it's it's like uh, a crutch or or something. So like I'm I'm more okay with it when um, if the entire purpose of the movie, even if it or or story or whatever it happens to be, it, even if it doesn't really make sense. Like I like Looper, uh, and then there's like um, oh what's that weird indie one? Uh, I think it's called Primer, where they've got. Um, uh, it's it's like anyway, I like that uh, that movie. It's it's just super low budget. Two two guys uh, messing around with the time machine, and then it it gets really really weird. Um, but uh, it's uh, so yeah, it can be good, but eh, you know, it's it's really good to do it badly. Yeah, yeah. I think my biggest thing with time travel is that when they use it as like a like, uh, we can't figure out how to end this story, so, oh, time travel, that pisses me off. And that's one of the reasons why Endgame kind of really annoys me, but I still kind of enjoy the movie, is because it was kind of like, at the end, it was just like, what if we did time travel to fix everything that we've done that it's impossible to fix? Time travel. See, that's, that's where it upsets me, right? But when it comes to things like The Terminator, for example, where the whole concept if it's time travel and this is what we're doing and blah 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 and that's one of the reasons why terminator 3 though a horrible movie gets a pass for me because the end of that movie that means they do it right like it works for me i I, I enjoy time travel cool Uh, yeah i mean everyone's got their stuff right it's just i yeah it's just something that i'm almost never (laughs) i almost never feel better about having seen something that includes it As yeah. I said, I'm super picky about sci-fi type stuff anyway. Like, I'm not. That's not really my preferred genre. So it's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm already stretching and now there's this gimmick and I just, yeah. 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 
Yeah, it can, it can really easily mess with the stakes of your universe, right? Where, like, if if it's possible to go back in time and fix stuff, then, uh, like, what matters is drastically changes. I don't care uh, about stakes, though. Like, I watch Supernatural. I keep trying to explain to Austin that's like, oh, yeah, I mean, people die in this universe all the time, but it often doesn't take. Like, right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the writers have an ongoing contest of, like, how, what new and bizarre way can we find to bring this favorite character back? Like, yeah. Oh, wait. So, wait, have you watched the last season yet? No. Oh, can okay. I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching season thirteen, so now I mean it's dry January. I got some time on my hands. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll time it so that I can start drinking again when I watch the finale. Yeah, because we all know that's gonna be a. Yeah, I am expecting a text from you as soon as you watch the finale. You're like, I'm crying. Something. It's gonna be great. I mean, great may be the wrong word, but yes, I think yeah. you'll. I think you'll like it anyways. It's fine. I, it's going to be a lot. Well, it's going to be a lot, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I. Yeah. All I can, all I can see in my head right now is Troy and community going, "My emotions." <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty. It's going to be a significant, significant allergic reaction to feelings on my part. When yeah. I get that far, but. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, tying well, in, tying back to Firefly, though, can we talk about Badger? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mark Shepard, the little black dress of fandom. Yeah. So I was like, Crowley? Great. What? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah he, uh, he's so little and twinky in this. It makes me laugh. And that scene oh. where River does the whole accent thing where she just like eats his lunch and then they're like, that is exactly the kind of diversion that we need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love great. that. It's so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that like in a in a show that only ran whatever 13 episodes that they've they are able to have these like recurring villains and recurring characters where they're like like yeah. he could have so easily been a one shot but like oh we got to bring him back for this other thing. <laughs> doesn't love Mark Shepard. Crazy people. Yeah. Exactly. If I'm recalling correctly, Joss Whedon originally himself planned to play Badger. And then they decided that wasn't going to work. So, which thank God, because it wouldn't have. And then, then they like hired Mark Shepard to do it. But then somebody told him that his like first day on set, and he was just like, "Oh, great." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he was like horribly intimidated by the whole affair. But But I bet you once he got on set and started acting, and Joss Whedon was like, "You're pretty good at playing an asshole. You're fine. Let's do this." (laughs) Yeah. No, he's great. He's so good in leverage, too. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see him in anything where I'm just like, he's he's doing something wrong. Beware, don't trust him. No matter what <laughs> he's playing, I'm just like, you, he cannot be trusted. There's nope. no way. Nope. He is 100% of the time a bad guy, and it's great. It's great. He's so stylish about it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Um, and speaking of other people on the show, um, Alan Tudyk, like... What? Yeah. Um, he's made such a huge career, not just on screen, but also as like a voice actor after doing the show. Like it's been Isn't he the crazy. chicken Moana? He them? is. He is, yeah. yeah. He he's also in the starring role as the uh robots across from uh Will Smith in iRobot. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I was looking back at his, like, filmography and stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, he did that, too? What? 
like I just realized the other day he plays the bad guy in um he does the voice of the bad guy in um uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil um and he's amazing in it um and there was another show that I was just like oh my god that's him and now I can't not hear it that is him which is oh. weird as well I don't know uh, that I've actually seen any like much of the stuff he's done voice acting for because I don't watch a lot of animated stuff but uh uh, there's an episode of Criminal Minds where he plays a pedophile, and I spent the whole episode mad that they'd cast him as a pedophile. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is, like, a really dumb reaction to have. And, like, obviously, I love Criminal Minds, and I've seen all manner of people do all manner of terrible stuff on it, but that one it was just like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like that you've done this. I didn't want to see this. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the thing about him, though. I think the reason why you don't like it is because he probably acted a really good job, and you're just like, you're yeah. coming across as a pedophile, and I don't like it. Yeah, he was you creepy know? as hell, and I was mad. I was like, you are supposed to be a good guy. What the hell are you doing? Get it to Yeah. Uh, I, I really don't think that's the first time he's played a bad guy, but, oh, you know. No, he's, and he's, like, I, he's a really good bad guy. It just, like, personally offended me because I'm a crazy person. You're like, <laughs> you, you, you can't be the bad guy. That's just so wrong. I'm, about this. I'm crazy here, but. Yeah. Oh, he, he did the voice of Clayface and a few others in the uh, um, Harley Quinn animated. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. It's Harley Quinn, yeah. He does Clayface, Joker, Condiment King. Um, apparently he sings a song. Yeah. Also, uh, um, he plays Chaucer in The Knight's Tale, or, or not? that's the first time I ever saw him. Yeah. Is it that movie? It's a joy. A demented, demented joy. Or no, he's not Chaucer, he's somebody else, but yeah. Sorry, sorry. He does 13 voices. 13 in Harley Quinn. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a voice actor guy. He's so good. (laughs) He's so good. Yeah. But also, uh, um, tying it back to Marvel, Marina Baccarin in uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love her. She's wonderful. I think those are the only two things I've ever seen her in, but she's like... I honestly did not make the connection for the longest time that it was the same person. I oh. think I think somebody brought it up to me and they're like, oh, she was in Firefly. And I'm like, no, she wasn't. You're crazy. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, she was, you know, oh, Nara. Super excited when I saw her in Deadpool because I've had a massive crush on her since the moment I laid eyes on her. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Again, like I said, formative, <laughs> a formative time in my life. But, yes. <laughs> That's like, people like pure examples of beauty. Like, oh god, she's mm. stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was also in Gotham. That's that's the other thing she was in. Mm, uh, yes. yes. That- but also, yeah, she's the only one who's like, uh, looks like she's had a shower recently. In the show regularly. <laughs> like, yeah, she's in the outfits are part of the picture. <laughs> yeah. Also, her shuttle is so lovely. The interior design, I'm always just like, oh, it looks so lush. I just want to like lie on a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everything. <laughs> All the like curtains, you know. The deck of that show in general is wonderful. Like, there's so much going yeah. on. Some of those moments where people are just like staring into not literal space, but figurative space. So mm-hmm. like, I don't care what you're emoting at me right now. Like, what's going on in that cupboard in back? Like, it's true. <laughs> actually, like inspecting piece of like weird, you know, just like. Yeah. Well, one of I think the reason that works for the TV show is that they kept, um, unless they're showing like a vista, um, they kept a lot of the shots really tight. So you have like a tight corner of like, and they just like shoved stuff in that corner, you know, behind the person. I find, and. Um, 
but like the stuff like they chose were really like telling about like the space they were in or like whose room they were in like Kaylee's room for example had like the lights yeah. on the front like yeah. she had like all of the stuff that like, she's collected from going to different places and all that kind of stuff um but you have like Mal's room that was just like relatively bare you know and it was just like a bunk and like a couple of things and but then you had like washes and Zoe's room that had like like, they had stuff, but not a lot of stuff, you know? Like, and it was clearly all Wash's stuff in there, not her stuff. Like, that <laughs> kind of thing. like, you don't spend a lot of time in their room, and a lot of the time you do spend there in bed together, so pretty much all you see is sheets. <laughs> <laughs> thing, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, no. And Jane with his whole wall of guns next to his bunk. Yes. They're under siege, and he, like... <laughs> Grabs the thing as a blanket. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, he's going to pull out a gun, and he's back asleep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. No, I it's, love the uh, actor, too, that he complains about missing out all the action. I'm like, yeah, because you decided. <laughs> That's what, that was uh, one of the things I liked, actually, about uh, um, w- what they did with Book in Serenity was that I felt like in rewatching the show, it it was so cool to see him in a space that where he felt a lot more at ease and was like, like he had clearly become like a leader of a community, which is like where he belonged. So it was just, it was neat to, to see that where, where they like, they come back to, you know, whatever they, they greet him and he, they're, they're kind of like on equal footing or something where it's like, uh, like anyway, I just, I thought that that was a neat, turn obviously it's sad when he dies but Mm -hmm. but. (laughs) well i mean mal too was treating him more like an equal instead of like quote unquote part of his crew where like he he trusted everybody on his ship and he saw them all as people which is great and he treated them how he thinks people should be treated sure um but it was always like never forget i'm captain and you are passengers on my ship Right? right whereas like when they went to haven and they saw a book it was just like no i'm a captain and you're a captain we can talk on the yeah. same level all of a sudden yeah i really yeah. liked that that conversation with them because yeah it was the most natural they ever are around each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you can tell how much mal respects him and stuff which is neat yeah yeah it was really sad that we didn't get more of his backstory though like, well, yeah, because that that's was one of... part of the three movie deal, right? Like, because they just, you know, they were walking us in then that direction, and then it was like, eh, never mind, we'll just stab him. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> nah, I, I, I don't mind that at all. I, I like that it's like left mysterious and, and heavily implied that he's one of these same agents, but or he, he was, but like, I, I, I was, ha- I was happy to, to have that like left. I guess I didn't need to, like, I assume that, that you're correct about that, but it just, like, I more want to know how he ended up as a shepherd. Yeah. Or how he got disillusioned to become like, a shepherd. Know, like, obviously, he was Alliance, and that's, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But, yeah, I knew it's a very high level. Would have been yeah. very interesting to me. And Yeah, because yeah. it was very clear that he was at least very, even if he wasn't one of those agents, like, he was at least a very high-level person in the Alliance, because, like, that one episode where they go to the Alliance ship and uh, he's been shot, they're like, swipe my car, and they're like, oh my god, help him immediately? That's not, like, he wasn't a security guard or something. No, right? no, like, he was somebody... Right. But also he has all this specialized knowledge about, like, uh, weapons 
Prince and uh, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, but also uh, he has the the terrifying hair that one episode <laughs> where <laughs> he has his hair untied and it freaks. Freaks out. So, yeah. What's going on? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. The the whole like because. Uh, because you know the for however many episodes i I can't actually remember where in the order of episodes that that happens but like Mm. we've gotten enough spooky girl stuff by that point for about river that we're like oh she's like probably a psychic or like probably like got all these these weird powers so just having her have this total freak out about something super mundane (laughs) it's just uh, truly a delight well i think Part of it too was to remind us that she's a child. Like she's, yeah. she's I think during the show, I think she's a fifteen or fourteen. I think she's supposed to be. Um, I know in the movie they say she's seventeen, but it's like, well, no, she's only been on the boat for eight months in the movie. Never mind. So she would have been seventeen or sixteen. Um, but I think it's it, yeah. like that kind of thing is to remind us that she's a kid. Like that was like yeah. the main purpose of that. Um, but also her psychosis makes her childlikeness also a little more elevated. Like another 16-year-old, like, oh, my God, what's wrong with your face? And walked <laughs> away, it would have been fine, right? But her being not completely there, it made her, like, run away. Like, you yeah. Monster, like, you yeah, yeah. 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 Well, because she spent, like, Simon spent years trying to get her back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so she, yeah, she was pretty young when she went to the mm-hmm. academy whatever yeah and they said yeah. what he spent his whole fortune to get him out and everything whatever happened to their parents for example because it's not really clear within the show or the movie yeah. is that yeah. all it is yeah, yeah his parents disowned him they said if he didn't drop it and go back to his work at the hospital then then they were done with him the one he yeah. got arrested no yeah i remember that scene but like like, I, I guess to me it wasn't clear that that's what actually happened or something else happened because they say in the movie that he used his whole fortune to do it, but if his parents disowned him, he wouldn't have had any money. So, like, my thing is, like, maybe his parents died or he did some uh-huh. something else, you know, to get funds. Well, he probably had, like, a trust or whatever, but he also spent several years working as a top surgeon in the Corps. So, like, he did have his own money as well. He, like, oh, he that's true. They did yeah. some retconning, though, because I don't think he was supposed to know that she was psychic in the show, was he? No, that was one yeah. of the like, made him a weird secret agent who has code words to make her sleep and all that shit. And I was kind of like, I see what you did there. And it was not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think part of that was just, like, uh, whatever, they had to get the story in yeah, efficiently. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. yeah. It was definitely retconning. Yeah. I see yeah. writers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I guess because when you watch everything back to back like this, I think those things like pick up. Oh, yeah. And because as soon as the movie started, I'm like, yeah, but he didn't know he, she was like, he didn't know they were doing tests on her. That's why they had to break into the hospital and get a brain scan. Remember? There was a whole thing about this. Yeah. yeah like, they, he's not they, supposed to have this information. They, they spent... <laughs> Yeah, a, a whole, the, basically the entire series, him slowly realizing, oh my God, they like cut into her brain and then suddenly they put her, put him in a room where she's literally like, hey, look, look, I'm putting a knife into her brain right now. Isn't that fun? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a little goofy. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. They also, 
he that the fortune thing was also a retcon because then originally they said that he said all his accounts had been frozen by the alliance mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's why he was you know trying to figure things out but i know whatever i really um, like the episode where they break into the hospital yeah it's a great episode yeah one of the really good ones for then where he like saves that person because the doctor <laughs> gave him the wrong meds or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he, and like, just... he like walks away and everyone's just like, "What? Yeah. What did? What? Yeah, he yeah. S- schools this this doctor. Be like, what are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, like... yeah. Down, everyone goes along with, and then he just like walks off, and they're all like, because eh? usually that's the reaction to Mal, right? Yeah, like, people are just like, what the hell just and and it's it's really awesome again to like go back to that character kind of through line we've we've been coming back to which is that like that is the place where he feels capable like we've seen simon be like bumbling and scared and like confused or like try to be a guy who buys mud uh you know or like whatever (laughs) uh but but like yeah, but like when he's in a hospital, it's like, oh, he's confident, he's he's knowledgeable, he's like capable. Like we see that other side of him based just based on the change of environment. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, well, that's the real Simon and everything else. Him trying to like figure out who his new self is. Yeah, and what's yeah. funny in that scene is like he's like, damn right, I saved this guy's life, and looking at the other doctor, like he's an idiot. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and the other doctor, the only thing he's like, he's like, who are you exactly? You know, like <laughs> yeah. because right. he's, he doesn't have a foot to to stand on, and then he realizes like after he's done all of this stuff, he's like, wait, I don't recognize you. Do you belong here? What's happening? Yeah. And how are you better yeah. at at my job than I am? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. You, clearly, something's going wrong here. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, I also really like that episode at the, the uh, for the end where uh, Jane, like, he threatens to shoot him at the airlock. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he he deserves it. Uh, <laughs> but I think the funny thing is that Jane is more concerned about his reputation after he dies than anything else because he's just like, well, don't tell them I double-crossed them. Tell them something else happened. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you prefer to be like, I tripped and fell out the airlock compared to I ratted you out and then Mal had to take care of it. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, no, he, he's... He's not very good at feelings, but he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. Yeah. He's trying, yeah. Oh, Janestown. He has so many feelings in Janestown. It's <laughs> <laughs> even more ridiculous than I remembered. It is. Oh, my God. When they start the little uh, the, the, the song about him and everything, yeah. it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and and there's definitely a, a reference to it in Serenity where um, – because uh, the story in Jane's town is that like uh, they were flying, and then he th- like Jane threw his partner out, and then threw the the box of money out, mm-hmm. and then in Serenity, like uh, uh, Zoe's asking Mel why they didn't like drop the loot and take the take the, the guy. running guy instead. So it's like it, they do the same. They use the same kind of story to show a similar thing but uh well actually um so speaking of that scene uh one thing mm-hmm. i found really interesting is that in the first episode when they're leaving and they're running from reavers mm. that sequence is very similar to the one that's in the movie is yeah. that just me or no no I, I like i think that they were part of it's like fan service part part of it's like like what you're saying before like rewarding people for for being fans um uh 
and then also just like to catch people up they seem to have thought for some reason that people who didn't watch the show we're gonna watch this movie <laughs> and, uh, somehow we're trying to write you know people just see all blockbusters right so maybe but yeah yeah but it just it wasn't uh it wasn't much of a well no. i don't know it, it was it, it underperformed they, it was they, a niche yeah. situation that they were treating like it wasn't which yeah 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 but i also think this is one of those movies that was also if you didn't know about firefly it was advertised wrong because you weren't you wouldn't be prepared for like the the super western side of it like yeah. you're yeah. you're going out there and you're like oh i'm watching a sci-fi movie and it takes place in space but most of it is on land and them talking to people and then they fight each other and there's a guy with a sword and you're just like wait what you know it's one of those things the stuff with luring the reavers is so cool though it I is yeah mm-hmm. that whole sequence is just like oh man you clever maniac yeah. well <laughs> One thing I love about that scene is Chidwell Ejiofor, like, when they come through the cloud, and he's he's so smug in that scene, and he's just like, look at these idiots, they're not even changing course. And then the ships come through, and he's just like, fire at the reverse. The fire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the only time really that he doesn't br- that he like breaks. Like, even when he's being exploded by a flash bomb by Inara, right? Like, yeah. Like he's still that. just like, what are you he's doing? Like, go continue. Uh, um, like, that, that one time he's just like, totally freaks out. He does freak out, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I love that scene. That scene is fantastic. And then when you see Firefly going through, like, the battle and trying to avoid things, you know, mm-hmm. I am a leaf on the wind, watch me soar, and all nah, that stuff. Nah, nah, no, nah. we're not there yet. Uh, we're not there yet. You just yeah. call the ship Firefly? Oh, sorry, it's Serenity. Serenity. Oh, my God. Yes, <laughs> no, no. Horrible. Yeah. 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 No, the, the, the one thing I, I didn't, uh, like, w- one choice I, 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 I thought I didn't like, and, and I th- uh, re-watching it, I, I still don't like, is that they showed the Reavers. Like, I thought that in the show where they just, in, in, you never see uh, an actual reaver. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that that was effective, and I, so it was a little disappointing to see them in the movie. Like, well, they, they, I they think, just... yeah. Well, I think the whole point because you got to the planet because you don't really see them that well. Like you see, like them come out the ship, but it's more kind of in like shadows and quick flashes until they get to the planet. They're like, no, these are people, and that's when you see them. A they lot demystify more. them and then they demystify them. them yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's the it's the at the beginning where the they attack the like they're doing the um payroll job and mm. uh like there's the three of them that are just like pulling the uh dude apart or oh, they're going part, to. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, uh it, like it looks like kind of a bad zombie movie. Like <laughs> uh and, like uh, it would have been it was great that everybody freaks out mel is immediately like uh you know get, get everybody into the vault um all that stuff so like emotionally the story is selling it and then they're mm-hmm. just like oh they're they're kind of like uh fighting urukai or whatever from uh from lord of the rings they're not they're not like some crazy uh um yeah they're less like otherworldly sunlight than they are when they're just like a psychological horror yeah <laughs> yeah or even if they're like the faceless shit that's belching smoke and like has these weird 
like space tethers and stuff like that mm. that's also monstrous and weird uh but yeah i did notice uh that later in the movie there's a tiny little um news thing you can overhear on the news that the only survivors of the attack were the ones that were locked in the in the vault uh like oh, the, did they yeah that? they they oh, circled, circled back that. to that yeah i heard yeah. that there was i heard the news report but i didn't actually like yeah i got distracted that's cool yeah. Good job, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put all the details in there. Everything's good. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. And one thing that made, one choice that made me laugh is that, like, I know it was necessary to get the guy for the agent to live and all that jazz, but, like, Mal just keeps shooting him in his body armor. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Which would have already been, like, a little bit goofy, but then also that scene where the Reavers, like, get the thing through Jane's leg and, like, in the middle of a moving airship battle, Mal manages to shoot a rope. Like, but he, but he can't <laughs> shoot. A very good shot, and yet, <laughs> straighten the vest every time. Every like, time, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the, fight or don't you? Yeah, yeah. The first time it happens, it's hilarious. But then, uh, yeah. when, when you don't know he's yeah. wearing armor, it's just like I am not an idiot. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's uh, um. But yeah, afterwards, it's kind of like, what are you doing, man? Like, that just, yeah, they were too close together for me not to just be like, <laughs> Right. Especially when, like, in the show, we see that he has zero compunction about, like, killing people. Well, he shoots away. people in the head on the regular. Like, he's yeah. not. Yeah. And he's a quick draw. Like, it just, yeah. no second, yeah. And he yeah. Kicks, kicks a guy into an engine that one time. <laughs> 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 I yes. love the second guy in that line. He's just like, I'll take the message and the money, no problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. he uh, yeah, he kills a lot of people. And yeah. yeah, there's a lot more death in this show than I remembered. Um, mm. Not just like the movie, but like the overall show and stuff, because every single episode, a bunch of people die for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like either there's like a standoff between like good and evil so they can shoot each other or, you know, it's just like, oh, there's a plague and everybody's dead. You're like, oh, OK, let's do this. This is mm. fun. Um, or like even with the whole Jamestown thing, like. I think three or four people die in that one for, you know, being obsessed with Jane. Like it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing overall. Yeah. Yeah. But I I guess it makes sense. And it does kind of add to like, it adds, yeah, it really adds to the world building because it is such a, like, like people are much more cavalier about the way their lives are because they're basically like colonists. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a free for all. And there's no, the law is too far out to make it to where they are Mm because they actually say that in a couple episodes even with the beginning of the movie like they're stealing from somewhere that they can't be bothered to come out so here's a bunch of money and give it to the correct people we're gonna steal that stuff because there's nobody here to protect it why not yeah it's a a private private uh uh military uh, contractor yeah they'll never tell anyone their payroll got stolen yeah I, i I do think, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, that the the um, the, the that was either like uh, the network notes or some something like it was it was part of the retooling after the the pilot got picked up that they wanted there to be a little bit more death, a little bit to be a little bit more uh, cartoony with its its violence and and stuff. So uh, like in the in the 
in the pilot, it, it's like they they talk more about like, oh, she shot you that one time, and like it was a big I deal, and everybody that. knows about it. Yeah. It's it's great, but like, <laughs> right, right, but like by the end of the show, like. No one can even remember how many people have shot Mel, right? Like, it's yeah. not a big deal. Like, it's not like this story that's happened because it's it's like a, um, because exactly what you say. Like, the, there's a lot more death and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, I th- I think that it, like it, I like it. It's it's I, I like that part of the the show as well. But I think like it was that, and then also uh, I think Mel was originally going to be much more of a like a uh, like dour. Uh, sobby guts rather than like like they, they made him a little bit more like they upped the lighthearted more in, uh, yeah the levity is what it, makes it right because otherwise yeah. be an asshole putting people's lives in danger recreationally and like mm. yeah but also if the levity wasn't there it would be an extremely dark show based on yeah. the content of the episode oh, yeah it's very yeah. dark in a lot of ways already but yeah Mm-hmm. I think the thing with him, people making a fuss about him getting shot, though, is that she's still alive afterwards. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. People have shot <laughs> probably not many are around. <laughs> Talk about it, yeah. As, he, as we have discussed, does not have a problem shooting people. And he shot a yeah. bunch of people when she tried to double cross him. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and Mal gets the crap kicked out of him almost every episode, too. That's gets great. shot, loses an <laughs> ear, gets stabbed, yeah. you know, like. It's crazy. The one where he ends up naked is my second favorite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where he's just like, oh yeah, it went fabulously. And the whole crew is like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're all looking at you in your eyes. Yes, we are. In <laughs> yeah. your eyes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he just, especially he's just like so casual about it. He just like wanders into that and everyone else is like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, the only thing about the scene right before that I can think of, he's sitting naked on a rock in a desert. That rock would have been hot. Okay. I also had that. That's all. Uncomfortable. So yeah, that was that was my thought. But everything I, else was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know, I'd be I'd be pretty That's proud awesome. too if uh, you know. Uh, Christina Hendricks had uh, asked to see me naked, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, talk about another recurring character already in the first season. Like, you would think that would have been, like, you know, season two, she shows back up or something, or season three, but you weren't getting there anyways. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's delightful. It's hilarious. She is. She's really fantastic, especially, like, when she comes back there's no like preamble where she's pretending to be you know this this innocent rube from a like yeah. planet mm-hmm. and then she's just like full crazy like w- weirdly petty thief yeah <laughs> the funny thing i was watching that first episode and it was like the first half of it i was sitting there going wait I thought she was a bad guy in this show, you know? <laughs> and I was like, what's yeah, happening? I'm like, and I was like, oh yeah, here it is. Got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the second episode King is back and I was like, oh, okay, there it is. Yeah. The scene with her and Anara and the first one is great where they're like having that whole total bullshit conversation on both sides. And then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Anara like calls her on and she's like, you're really good. Where were you trained? And then she's yeah. knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, uh, speaking of like language that imprinted into my brain for like from Joss Whedon, that's the episode with uh, the special hell, which yes, <laughs> yes, every yeah, 
I know like, so many people cackling use the term special hell. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's where that came from. Gotcha. Including supernatural. Oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's all. It's all good. Well, I guess we've come back to the movie. I gotta say, I like we said at the beginning. I still like this movie. I think this movie was great. I liked it a lot better this time around. I still yeah. With it, but like you know, I wouldn't be me if that weren't the case. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's definitely got flaws, but it's. Uh, I, I actually watched it before I watched all the the episodes um, mm-hmm. just for the to prepare for the podcast because um, uh, I had done most of a rewatch of the show. Uh, I think just after uh, the first season of Mandalorian came out, because okay. Space Western. Yeah. Um, uh, so so I started with the movie, and then it was a little bit more like, hey, remember all these characters like that you love? It's, it, so it was uh, a, a little bit... Uh, I was more forgiving of it, I think, as well, because it's like... Uh, it, it was more of like a return instead of like, show, 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 and then... Oh, yeah. here's a bunch of retcons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really think that's what the movie was about at the time. It's exactly the same way you're experiencing it now. It was, we had a show. It finished like two years ago. Uh, it didn't last very long, but people have been asking us to wrap up some of these storylines. Here's a movie. And do you remember all of these people? There you go. Yeah. You know? They really should have given Kaylee more of a part. Yeah, she doesn't really do that much in there. And yeah. everything she does pretty much is related to Simon. Yeah, yeah which is kind of sad. I but they do get the bang, which is is good. I mean, I'm pleased for her, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I didn't. I don't know. Like, Malin and Nara have like so little actual relationship, and I was like completely hooked and shipped it. And then mm-hmm. Kaylee and Simon, I was just like this. Festival of Awkward Failure is not for me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Throughout the whole show, he just says such, like, stupid things where she's like, oh, you're pretty, you're this. And he's like, well, you're the only person on the ship who's not married and stuff. So, yeah, of course I like you. And you're just like, that's not a compliment. What is wrong with you? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's yeah. all very weird. I mean, he's an awkward dork of a dude, and he was being an awkward dork trying to tell a joke. And I get it, but also I hate it. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I think I like I watch the show, and I'm like, Kaylee, you can do better than this. Just pick somebody else. It's fine. I mean, there uh, is nobody else. So fair. Oh, um, there was that a previous mechanic. Well, that's the thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, that's such a good scene, too. Yeah. It is. Captain, why do you need two mechanics? Well, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> just the, the awkward high when she's buttoning her dress back up. She's just, yeah. hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. She's, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Uh. But I also think that showed a lot of her character. Like, one of the reasons why, like, when you watch the show, so she meets Simon and like automatically she's like, he's pretty. I should do that guy. And then there's also the episode where, you know, Tracy shows up, um, the old war buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, he's like, you saw a dead body and she's clearly enamored with this dead body already, which is really weird in the first place. And then when she, he gets up, he, it's, it's like, she's already hitting on him. I'm like, he's just a man. So you automatically fall in love. Like this is a weird Thing that you're doing because you've been obsessed with Simon the last little while 
And as soon as another quote unquote pretty face shows up, you're just like, I'm over it. Let's do this. It seemed kind of weird. So I kind of understand Kaylee's character doing that. But at the same time, eh, that's probably why you didn't care for the shipping of her and Simon. I don't know. I mean, if I'd been subject to Simon's awkward brand of nonsense for that long and some other eligible bachelor showed up, I would like bang him in front of Simon just to make a point, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds probably is not dampened in that tiny, <laughs> tiny submarine of a spaceship. So. Probably not. <laughs> they ignore that, too. River hears every conference they have about her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like she's lying on a grate. Do you think it has magical sound muffling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah your shoe is made of metal and full of holes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just one echoey mess. <laughs> Walk yourself on the bridge, make sure they're asleep in their quarters, and you might have a snowball's chance. Otherwise, exactly. But she's, but she's also... one space odyssey and go into the sh- Everybody get into the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you also have to block the window so they can't read your lips. There's yeah, that's yeah. the problem, yes. But she's psychic, so I guess she's still... It really that. doesn't matter, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I don't know that a lot of the time. So. No, 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 no. Not in the show. In the movie, they know she's psychic. Um, yeah, but they also don't have secret conferences trying to talk about her so much. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Uh, one thing about the movie, though, that I forgot about was like that opening scene where they actually talk about how all of them got out to where they are, like away from Earth. Um, mm. I forgot all about that whole scene. Like, I remember the classroom part and all that kind of stuff, but like when the movie started, it was like, wait, is this an extended version? Like, what am I looking at? Um, like, I was very like, um, oh, yay, that's why they keep talking about, like, Earth of old. Like, I know they're not on Earth, but why not on Earth? Did it explode? Like, was there an alien invasion or whatever? I don't even know. Um, But they're just like, no, got overpopulated, and people just went out and we found a solar system, and we're like, here you go. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was a good enough explanation. Sure. Sure, I'm going to go with it. Um, And the other thing I realized, I'm like, this show takes place 500 years in the future, but for some reason... Some of the technology seems, like, correct, and a lot of the other technology seems so archaic that you're just like, really? Is this it? Okay. just seems weird. I don't know. The resources are a little different in the outer planets. Like, none of those planets are as developed as... The inner planets, yeah. Whatever. Well, and and older technologies, I I think, like, the idea is that some of the older technologies are just more rugged or more reliable if you don't have any infrastructure around it like mm-hmm. you know it's it takes very little technology to to repack like shotgun shells or something but you know to charge a laser i don't know thing you maybe you, you don't have the correct like usb 12 adapter <laughs> <or something. laughs> you know an apple uh, uh, apple store you can go to yeah. <laughs> you need the the new uh the dongle 85 for 600 yeah. there you go yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> nobody has like a standalone gps anymore which is great till your phone battery kicks it because it's cold like <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're like where's that compass there yeah, it is no, i can still go that way <laughs> right right yeah. And, and I, I mean, they, they do that a little bit in the in the pilot too, where uh, um, it looks like it's gold bars, but really it's uh, it's rations, it's food. Yeah. So it's like you know, 
Yeah, that first, um, like, that first scene kind of threw me off guard because I was like, oh, they're stealing gold. Okay, which is weird in the first place. Uh, you'd think they'd have something more interesting to steal, like maybe gold-pressed latinum or something. It's fine. <laughs> um, but, um, but no, you're like, oh, it's food that's so, like, because it's, it's alliance food rations, and I think it's got, like, more nutrients or something than whatever they have. Is that what yeah, it was? Yeah, it's, it's like vitamins and stuff. It's like, yeah. it's... It, 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 instead of whatever gruel they probably eat, it has all of the f- f- well-rounded uh, uh, nutritional supplement. Yeah. It's really sad that one story they talk about, like, the apples with, like, grenades stuck in it. You're just yeah. like, oh, that's dark. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> three, gu- three guys just end at the rib cage. It's such a great line. <laughs> Oh Lord, yeah. 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 They're all happy. We're like, we have fresh fruit. And they're like, oh yeah, people died because of apples once. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what why Wash goes all mad in toxic masculinity. (laughs) He's like sabotages the ship and then gets into a sausage situation and gets tortured for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he learned his lesson real quick. It's fine. He's just like, from now on, you're like, you do what you have to do. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just pilot this ship and nothing can ever go wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Great, though. Like, yeah. And he obviously knows what Mal is doing, like pissing him off so he doesn't break and stuff. So yeah. Mm-hmm. He obviously yeah. knows and adores and trusts Mal as well. He was just having a moment. Now he's having a really bad day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That whole Mal, when they explain to Zoe that <laughs> it's like, Mal, I have to sleep with you, whatever. She's like, all right. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this super awkward, like, they're trying to pucker their lips, but they're, like, holding each other, like, a middle school, like, in a middle school middle dance. Middle school dance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who is it? Jane walks in, and he's like, that's just not right. Just walking yeah. away, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Everything about it was wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was taken exactly as seriously as it as it should have been yeah look they were under duress that's why he said you can have it it's fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah we've gone back to the show not the movie now it's fine i'm okay it's all it's all on topic yeah well it's yeah it's harder to separate when they're like threads end in the movie and whatever but yeah no it's just it's uh it's just such a um well like it's just a universe i like to to be put back into like I just I would mm. start watching the show or the movie or any of it and they just start like doing their dumb uh like semi-western talking like old-timey stuff and I'm just yeah. like ah and then there's like something like Blade Runner but funnier where they've got like a you know a food cart next to a giant you know sci-fi stuff and yeah. uh, like <laughs> spaceships and and like people selling like grilled meats uh and i just uh it, it just it's nice uh, it's mm. i really really like the vibe of the whole show and i like returning to the, to the yeah movie. my thing is for like that time period like within the show of course um is it mandarin 
is the language they speak or Chinese? Or I don't know what's I, I think, appropriate. Yeah, it's intended to be Mandarin, but uh, I, I obviously I don't know. But uh, I have read that their pronunciation is wildly incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let's just say that that maybe the language has evolved uh, or or uh, a pronunciation has uh, in the intervening yeah. years and space travel yeah <laughs> i mean it is the future and with the even with the english that they use they use different yeah. words it's the same thing with this we got it we got it um, yeah it's certainly not people just <laughs> going with whatever and not really caring exactly. <laughs> yeah um but why do you think like they chose to have like another actual quote unquote actual language in there that almost everybody spoke. Like everybody seemed to be bilingual in this show. Everybody understood when somebody dropped into this, the other language. And, um, but like that time period on TV and in movies and stuff always incorporated something from the far East, which I thought was like, I don't, I don't understand why the obsession was there. Like, what, what do you think that that could have come from? Uh, well, I mean, uh, just the, the, like, enormously rapid growth of, like, the Chinese economy was just, like, blowing up. And it, it did mm-hmm. look like they were going to be another superpower. And, it, I mean, in some ways, they're more so now. And, but in other ways, they're, you know, stalling out. It's just, like, I think it was, it's a little bit like a... Um, like the Japanese ascendancy in the eighties where like everything was like Japan's going to take over the world. Like the, 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 that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. They choose to make the world different, but can't actually imagine it being all that different from ours all at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like America is a world superpower. So is China. So like, obviously those are the two that are going to continue to be 500 years in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. Like we meant, yeah, that's the thing. Like, we mentioned this earlier. Like, they have all this, like, Asian influence, but didn't really have any Asian people in it, except for, I guess, Summer Glau. Is she, like, I'm assuming she's, well, no, she was, uh, she's a native of San Antonio, Texas. I don't know what her background is. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so either. Uh, can we talk for a second about the thing that pops up when you search Serenity on Netflix and how she has just been, like, photoshopped into a different entity? <laughs> Wait, what? When you look at, when you watch Serenity on Netflix, when, like, the little, like, when it pops up to let you play it and it shows the picture, it's a picture mm-hmm. where, like, I guess she's supposed to be sort of posed like an assassin, but her face is, like, has just been photoshopped into Kardashian levels of unrecognizable. Oh. Like, I actually, oh my like, God. looked at it and was like, wait a minute, is that actually Summer Glau under there? Like, she's very weird looking. In the- yeah, it's, huh. it's, it's this one, right? No, it's, it's oh, a different no. one? There's a close, it's, it's just her. And uh, I literally just watched it on Netflix and I can't even... Oh, okay. I can't even picture wh- what uh, well, poster they use. Like, it's not, yeah, because you just showed me a photo of the whole cast. Sorry, people who can't see us. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it was just a picture of her. And it's, uh, yeah, she just looks like weird and, huh. oh, this is a, oh, yeah, this mess. Oh. Uh, I have like, no idea. Like, yeah, yeah, she's got that like halo of hair that 
makes it yeah like, and it sort so, of looks like somebody tried to like morph her face into some sort of cat face i don't know it's very bizarre yeah. striking yeah. young woman and i don't know why they turned her into a odd looking someone else <laughs> yeah no i thought you were going to talk about the the 2019 movie serenity which is not related to firefly in any way and is by all accounts very weird and bad <laughs> i don't even know what movie that is nope, uh, Matthew McConaughey is like a guy who might be in a video game world. Uh, You've already lost me. Yeah, no, it's it's bizarre. I'll uh. Okay, uh, so this is the description on IMDb: a fishing boat captain juggles facing his mysterious past and finding himself ensnared in a reality where nothing is what it seems. Yeah. I'm Sorry very for spoilers for the 29 movie, Serenity, 2019 movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm confused yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's not the movie I want at all. <laughs> 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 that doesn't have any Nathan Fillion. It doesn't have any, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, space westerns. It's uh, <laughs> highly, highly disappointing. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. It has a little too but much Anne Hathaway. But they chose not to... Yeah, and they didn't show, but they didn't show the Reavers, so I guess there's something. There's something know. in there for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a distinct lack yeah. of Reavers in that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like the movie. I enjoy it. I think it's like a proper update, but yeah. It is, but the thing is, the show, it, it was, it's still so clear that they had, like, they were playing another movie or more of the series because. There are so many like little bits of information like they drop in the movie as well, yeah. and like all of these different lines are just not um, like I don't know storylines are not like finished that yeah. you're just like they they must have thought they were gonna do more and as you were saying it was a three movie deal and that's probably what they were trying to do you know sure although I'm not sad that we didn't see more of the doctors with the blue gloves I felt like that was gonna be a yeah. big storyline that i didn't want any part of really oh, okay yeah i guess yeah. That makes sense. i assume they were affiliated with the blue sun thing and like i don't know but whatever that was one of the things that like i, I just ordered a new blue sun shirt story and i was like i don't care yeah 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 like they were they were just a little like too fake menacing like i, I don't know what the right term is but like i didn't feel like the writers um had like an idea for what really was like it might have been like a lost thing where they had like a vague idea about a mystery but not a they it, it wasn't like like book even if they hadn't got everything fleshed out like you know it, like i can s imagine that in the writer's room somewhere they had a very clear bible about what happened to him mm. whereas is like I don't, I don't think they they had the same thing with those blue yeah. They're probably like the mad well, magazine aesthetic didn't help. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing with them, it was just like, no, no, it can't be the regular government that did it to them. It has to be like somebody who's like part of the government, but not part of the government. And we'll have them wear blue gloves and stuff. Like, oh, okay. And just throw them in the show every once in a while. Like, it was just that kind of yeah. It was yeah. the deep state. <laughs> it was a deep Sorry, state. Sorry, that's not yeah. funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Have, yeah. we, have we said that we're recording this on January seventh, twenty twenty one, for all you I, people listening in the future? 
<laughs> yes, keep that in mind and, and what we've been going through. Well, not yeah. really us, but, you know, we've been paying attention to what's been happening. Yeah, so, the world's weird. The world's weird, yeah. So I want to escape it to a place where the, you can ride a horse and fire a laser gun. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that the horse caught up to a hovercraft. Yeah. That, you know, should have been going quite a bit faster, but that's just like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> See, you can't rely on those things out, out, in the, uh, out on the rim. You can't rely on hovercraft. You have to rely on uh, good old-fashioned horses. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, I love that his fancy gun was like he shot two fires. And he's like, check your battery. And you're just like, what? Okay, yep. fine. <laughs> oh, man. That whole episode is bananas, but... It really is. It's one of the episodes yeah. that did not air, and after watching it, I was like, why? I get why, yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, the dude, the bad guy is the, the yellow-eyed demon from Supernatural, and uh-huh. the Nandy is Lady Heather from CSI. Yep. <laughs> oh, hello, friends. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I know> you. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of people in the show that I recognized from, like, really short-lived tv shows from back in the day that nobody remembers and i'm like why is it that like i pick see them and these are the things that i pick them out of like this is weird because like the guy who was like the bounty hunter in um objects in space of yeah that guy yeah that's a great episode but he was on a short-lived show called g versus e which is like it's about this um, this guy who dies and gets recruited to this thing, and it's like it's you got to stop. It's good versus evil, blah blah blah. Every time I talk about this show, people are just like, "You're a crazy person. That doesn't exist." It exists. Yeah, it sounds like you made it up. No, it's real. I tell you, uh, I just don't need further information about it. Yeah. yeah, I have the entirety of the internet in front of me, but I'm 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 choosing to believe that this was made up instead of verifying anything. That's fine, I suppose. This guy's name's Richard Brooks. Um, and then there was the guy in that one episode, the message, who was like hunting them down, like the main guy. Yeah. And all I'm like, all I can think of is like, oh my god, it's the guy from the Sentinel. Who remembers that show? Nobody but me, apparently. It's I'm okay. aware that it exists, but that's about it. <laughs> I've never seen it. Don't really get it. Don't. Need that, to. that show was trash, but God, it's in my brain for some reason. I have no idea why. Well, the fanish part of the internet is in love with it. I, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> there's like some niche subgroup and they're like oh my god somebody mentioned the sentinel oh, great yeah <laughs> that's all i got um <laughs> and of course we already mentioned um young zach efron being in the show yeah that was fun i, I never realized it before until this watch i was like is that that looks like zach efron looked it up i'm yeah. like oh my god it is zach efron so that happened that's a good- Go and make some high school musicals. <laughs> yeah. And then in the movie, Sarah Paulson is like the doctor. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. I'd forgotten that's who that was. Mm-hmm. And the teacher is uh, from Bones. Yes, she is. Yeah, I recognize her. She's been in tons of things. I don't I don't know. I think I've seen her in like one-off stuff before, but the only thing I've ever read, like I, yeah, I recognize her from watching way too much Bones. <laughs> Bones is a <laughs> show I never got into, but I believe you watch it because of David Boreanaz. Yes? No? No, actually, I don't really have any particular love for him. He was, and he was awful in it. But um, <laughs> no, I just really like procedurals, and that one was particularly nerdy. So mm-hmm. it was, I wa- it was so bad. 
I watched it. I was like, this is awful. This is awful. Why am I still watching? Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, oh, God, I'm going to watch I've this again. Episode, even though I resent it. And I think the writers are terrible in a lot of ways. But anyway, <laughs> I don't like the, either of the main characters. I like the supporting characters. The supporting cast, yeah. TV science, so. Yeah, I, I get that. I get it. Terrible is not any sort of barrier to me watching a show. <laughs> <laughs> I can yes. attest to that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair um do you guys have any other notes about the movie or comments or anything i don't think so no. i'm glad no. that i signed up for this and watched it again because as i said i'm coming around on it i'm not i'm not as mad about its general existence as i was before i watched it yesterday <laughs> yeah so maybe well, someday i will come to all the way enjoy it yeah Possible. Well, that's why I love these rewatches because, like, like I said, I haven't watched the actual TV show in about ten years, and I've watched the the movie quite often. And um, like picking out like the different pace and the clear development of the characters, and you're like, oh, this is why I like this movie so much is because of all this work they did beforehand. Then I got into the movie, and then I was like, yes, this is working for me. But yes, that's it. That's all I got. Any last words, Mike? Yeah, if you haven't seen Firefly, watch it. It's fun. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it's an older show and that it's brief and whatever. You can watch it in a weekend and it's yeah. totally worth it. Yeah, it's definitely a good binge because it's it's uh, short, it's sweet. It's, it's not yeah. as aged. It hasn't aged like you think it would when you look at the year it was produced. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking delight. Do the yeah. thing. Yeah, that's one thing I really liked about it too is that um, like, they don't have a crazy amount of effects in this show, but the effects they do have were actually pretty decent, you know, for like a relatively low budget show. And then how they translated into the movie worked really well as well. Um, yeah. I really like that. Oh, that reminds me. There was one other thing I wanted to say. The opening scene on Serenity, when you're reintroducing all the characters and you start with like Mal and he walks through the ship and it's almost like a... Um, what do you call those scenes where it's like, like it's a continuous shot. That's it. A continuous yeah. shot. And he goes like from the bridge to the, um, to the engine room. And then, you know, through the, the mess and into the, the bay at the back, like that whole sequence, I really enjoyed. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little whirlwind of like, Hey, we actually built this like, uh, as a continuous set rather than like a bunch of, uh, individual sets and like here are all the characters here's how they react to mel here's how like how their dynamic is like it's very snappy to just try to get people up to speed it is i really like that keeping with like like because they actually did build the ship right like for the show Mm-hmm. Yeah, they built it on two levels, but it does exist. It did exist on their soundstage. Mm-hmm. Space really like. I mean, I think the featurette on the DVD is called like Serenity, the, another character or whatever. And I and which is like cheesy as hell, but not wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really but, is. Yeah, and yeah, like apparently the actors like when they weren't work like you know when they were off they wouldn't like sit in their trailers they'd like play cards in the lounge or whatever like they actually just sort of like spent time in the ship itself and that's part of the reason that it looks like a place where people live is because it kind of was for a while mm-hmm. yeah but i think it's also why they also looked so comfortable in the space because they just spent the time in there like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they gelled a lot as a cast and they like yeah they sort of gelled with the space and whatever so mm-hmm. yeah so apparently, I think in, it might be in the same featurette where um, 
they say that uh, any of the shots that are like um, the people, like uh, the actors are standing in front of the bay, like the the cargo bay door, and it's open, and so you can see into the ship. Um, there wasn't a lot of clearance. Uh, so they had to like basically they, they they could only stand on like so like so far ahead of it and then like they could they, eventually like the cameras would hit hit the wall uh, <laughs> so they, like, uh, they could basically only block that sh- those kinds of shots in one way yeah. uh, 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 so <laughs> uh, oh that's awesome okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I think our final note is that we still enjoy this stuff, even though it's not perfect, and people, will, other people, will also enjoy it if they want to. Yeah, this podcast was a great, great opportunity to rewatch it. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I apparently always want to talk about Firefly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. It's fine. We could do this. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for uh, being here and doing this recording today. Thanks thank for you. inviting us. Yeah, I well, you'll find ourselves, whatever. <laughs> well, you guys are definitely going to be back throughout the year. It's always fun. Um, so I look forward to talking to you guys again. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Until next time, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at Oh My Shelf, or you can send an email to ohmyshelf at gmail.com. On the next episode, we'll be talking about an odd combination of films, Finding Nemo and Four Rooms. Hope you'll be here to listen.